The Bible says we should um, meditate on what is pure, what is good, and of good report. So, your actions and inactions should be based on what is pure, what is good, and what is of good report. You are listening to Solace. It comes up on this station, Anchor.fm. My name is Ifaim Chize. I know that many of us have been living our lives as if um, we own it. You live your life as if you are the one that created yourself and you are answerable to no one. You need to know that God created you and your life, your times are in his hands. You are not the dictator of your life. You are not the one, the custodian of your life. No. God owns it. And decides on what happens. Sometimes we decide to take certain decisions that hurts you and hurts those around you. Sometimes you feel that it is better to prove that you are in charge and that everybody must um, bow to your whims and caprices. But you should also know that all you have is breath in your nostrils. When that breath is taken away, what becomes of you? When you close your eyes to this world and you pass on to the great beyond, what becomes of you? What becomes of those uh, things you do? What, what becomes of your high-handedness? You know, I see the way people behave and I just wonder why they do what they do. Because we sometimes blame someone for the wickedness that is carried out by us. And then I started observing. I started observing. I started studying the Word of God to understand if it is really so. Yes, the Bible tells us that evil communication corrupts good manners. But there's something I also observed, that if you don't have the seed of wickedness in you, you won't do wickedly. No, you won't. You won't do so much evil to destroy another person. No, you won't. You can get angry. Bible says, get angry, but sin not. Yes. He says, anger lies in the bosom of a fool. That means that if you're constantly angry, you are a fool. That's what the Bible says. That means anger is in your bosom. That means for anger to be in your bosom, it means you're a fool. It's, that's what the scripture says. But... When you wake up and you do wickedly, 
you do wickedness. It is, it is inborn. You just needed someone to fan the fire for it to come alive. You does what you just needed, someone to fan the fire. So when you say, when you know, um, I read in the news that the guy killed his brother. For over what? Some people take decisions that are not good. Okay, if you kill someone or you ruin someone's life or you plotted something that destroyed someone's destiny or cut short, cut short someone's um, career or destroyed someone's plan for life or you you felt someone is doing well and you're like why should this person be doing well when I'm not and then you go sometimes you do some fetish things sometimes you just set a trap for that person and the person falls into it or sometimes you accuse the person wrongly and then the person starts suffering for what the person know nothing of all because you think you have that power and you can do whatever you want to do and nothing will be done to you or you are leaving um, you're concluding what your father or mother started yes it has happened in the scriptures before some people insulted King David when he was running away from his um, when, he, when his son Absalom was on his case he ran away and Shemai met him on the way I started singing abusing him you know as he was going so on his way back so he took over his kingdom the man came back to beg so he told the man don't worry I'll keep you in the city where they keep people that offend. But the day you leave is the day I'll kill you. No, he, you know, he just said, okay, go in peace. That's what he told him. But when he was about to die, he told his son Solomon, he said, don't let that man die peacefully. That's what he told him. He said, don't let that man die peacefully. So Solomon called the man and said, you see, um, you did this to my father so I want you to go and stay in a particular city of refuge stay there the day you come out of that place you die but you see the man himself was a wicked man he was a wicked man he's been warned that he should not leave the city of refuge why did he leave the city of refuge he heard that his servants escaped so he chased them and when he came back, he died. So you find out that if he was a normal person that had the heart of love, he would have chased after those servants. He would have just taken it that that's, yeah, that they just found a way of escape. That's just what God planned for them if he knew that he loved his life. But you see, if you don't love yourself enough you can love another person 
You can't. She might die a useless death, a death that shouldn't have happened. He died because he was greedy. He was in the city of refuge, he was doing well. But he still wanted to be in charge of another person's life. He still wanted to oppress another. He had an oppressive spirit. So the devil capitalized on it. And so when you're doing something to someone, always think, what happens to me? Sometimes it's not you that will bear the punishment. It's your child. Because it's biblical. The Bible has already told us that the sins of the father will go upon the children. Sometimes the children don't even know that their father's sin is going to work in their lives. They might be progressing. Things might be working well with them. But their end will never be good. No, it can never be good. If their father was wicked and the God has placed a curse on the father, the children will suffer it. And if the children continue from their father's wickedness, they will suffer it. It's just plain biblical. You need to be careful what you do. You need to be very, very, very careful. Because this life that we live in is just a breath of nostrils. The moment the breath ceases, you are gone. Gone and gone for good. And all the things you're chasing, all the things you're running after, all the wealth you're piling up, everything you think you own, the only thing you will get is just not even up to a plot of land, not even up to a quarter of the land. You just have about six feet, you know, deep and length. Finish. That's all. And you're gone. That's the only portion that you get in all the properties that you have. So you need to be careful. And you do not. You see, when David told Solomon what to do, David was doing it in the, because that person did something wrong. And he knew that that person was going to miss it. He knew. He knew the person was a wicked man. He had a wicked spirit. Because really, why would you be abusing your king because he had a problem? Are you not supposed to be merciful? So when someone is going through a little challenge, are you supposed to be abusing that person? Are you supposed to ridicule that person? Are you supposed to make that person feel worse than the person is already? No. You should show compassion. You should be... You should show love to the person. Because sometimes it might, not, it might not be the person's fault. It might just be situations and circumstances that has put the person in that position. It might just be a, a mistake that that person made. David made a mistake. He sinned against God. He indirectly killed a man. And God said his, his son would not leave his family. And his children would rise up against him. So it was his own punishment for his sin. You see, what the Bible tells us is this. He said, if you, uh, someone is suffering because the person missed it, and you start making jest of the person, you yourself are not free. You will suffer for it. 
So learn not to um, make jest of people in their time of misery. Learn to show love. Learn to show compassion. Learn it. And if whilst you were growing up, you saw some things your father did or your mother did that is bad, and then you now decide to continue from where they stopped, it means that you are evil yourself. It means that you are laying up a legacy that will destroy you and your generation, both the ones that are born and the ones yet unborn. Bible says, the curse shall not leave the house of the wicked. It shall not. When you do something, sit back and think. If I am the one in that situation and that thing is being done to me, will I like it? Will I enjoy it? Because sometimes people will say, it's not my portion, I cannot go through such a thing. Ah. <laughs> when you face it, you will not be able to test it. You will not be able to cope with it. If you go through what the person is going through, you will not be able to stand. Bible says, let him that thinketh is standard be careful lest he falls. Don't ever let your money, don't ever let what you own get into your head. Don't ever let the things that you think you possess get into your head. Don't never let the position you hold get into your head. Always be humble. Think, don't think too highly of yourself. Because when you keep struggling for property, <laughs> there are people that own those properties before you got it. <laughs> Some people owned it before it got to you. At least the, the land did not um multiply it's been there so you can imagine the number of years it's been there since creation and the generations that have come and gone that own that same property yes you might have added one or two things to it but it doesn't change the fact that the earth is the lost the fullness thereof the world and all they that dwell therein so when you're doing anything you're doing always think is it pure is it good and is it of good report when you sit back after you have enjoyed the euphoria of the confusion or pain you've caused another do you like yourself do you like yourself <laughs> I am sure that most times after you've done all that, you sit back and you hate what you did and you start wondering, what came over me? Yes, what came over you? It's better not to even do it than to regret afterwards. And it's better not to have bad blood flowing. Because some people might not pray after you've hurt them. Some people might not pray. They might not even do anything to you. 
for the pain in their heart alone touches the heart of God depending on their relationship with God and if that pain is deep my dear what you will suffer will be so much that you'll be wondering where it came from there's some that the sigh that deep sigh of the pain that they feel in their heart they might not shed tears but the pain they feel in their heart because of what you are doing or what you've done is stored up in God's hand and you just opened up yourself for the devil to enter and deal with you always know that life is short even if you live up to a hundred and twenty it's still short it's not like eternity eternity is long so be careful be compassionate be loving be caring always think about how you would feel if what you're doing to another is being done to you. Think about it. Don't think too highly of yourself. Don't think you have all the powers in the world. Because <laughs> a fan can topple an elephant. You should know that. So don't ever think you're untouchable don't think that your position your position is something that no one can take from you someone else can come in and just remove you from there don't think that you are so wealthy or your father has amassed so much wealth that nothing can touch Bible says the wealth can take up its wings and fly away. Be careful. Sit back and do what Jesus would do. Think. Think. Why am I hurting someone else? Why am I making others miserable? Why am I not happy because others are progressing? Why do I want to cause, why am I causing pain or why do I want to cause pain for this person? Why don't I like this person progressing? If I'm the one in that position and someone is feeling the way I feel concerning this person or the situation, will I like it? Think about it. Because to sow a seed, you sow one. When it grows and becomes a harvest, it is more. So every action, every negative word or positive word that we speak, that we, every word that we speak, or every action that we carry out, good or bad, 
is a seed and it germinates. So always know that if you sow good seeds, you get good fruits. And if you sow bad seeds, it will be in multiplied form and you will get bad fruits. So decide on which divide you want. Do you want the good or the bad? And if you've been doing all this and you go to church, go to church, you go to church just to feel good. I go to church when they say, Are you a Christian or Muslim? I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Christian and I go to church. Uh -huh. If you go to church, do you hear the word of God? Or whilst you're in church, your brain is running around and thinking about all the deals, all the wicked plans you have. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You don't serve God with your head. You serve God with your heart. And Bible says if your eyes be single, your body will be full of light. That means if you look up to God, your body will be enlightened. And God has said that he will not share his glory with any man. So, if you are not born again, or you were born again and you missed it, or you're a churchgoer, and you've never really bothered to make it right with God because you think going to church is what makes you a Christian. Christianity is not a religion. It's a way of life. So, if you know that you're not born again, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, or you have, and you missed it because... You are the cares of this world, all the things that are happening around you. Or you have been in between and betwixt. I want you to say this prayer after me, meaning with all your heart. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with the blood. I believe in my heart that you came to this world to die for my sins. And you rose again on the third day for my justification. Today I am born again. All things have passed away and everything has become new. Lord, by your grace I will make heaven. I will not miss it, Lord. I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. You have to start attending a Bible-believing church. I attend the winner's chapel and so i invite you to join us online it's www.davidoyedeforministries.org and um, when you click on it go to the media center and um, watch the service is on sunday we have by 6 a.m we have by 7:45, and we have by 9:40. I would like you to join us this Sunday because um, from the 1st of June to the 31st of July, there's something special happening and I'd like you to be part of it. We call it the midst of the year where God shows up 
you know, and transforms our life. And every mountain that has been standing before us, that has refused to move, the Lord himself brings it down. But we need to align ourselves to his will. So on Sunday, Bishop will be um, expanding on it and um, explaining what we need to do to get the results we desire. Then, um, this is the activity for the day. I want you to sit back. Have you ever planned evil for anyone? Have you ever joined people to commit sin? Have you ever raped someone? Have you ever planned somebody's death? Have you ever um, used somebody's glory? Have you ever done a transference of virtues? If you have, then God is asking you to amend your ways. Go down on your knees first and, apologize and repent of that sin. Then if you have anything that you are using, destroy it. And then ask God to, return, to, to help you. To help you. But if those things that you did are things that you need to have do restitution for, then there is a process for that. And um, I'd like you to call me. Let's talk. So my number is plus two three four nine oh eight two four six three two eight two. Plus two three four nine oh eight two four six three two eight two and um Instagram is Solis and Me, Twitter is Solis and Me. The Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash Solis and Me. My name is Ifine Chise and you have been listening to Solis. It comes up on the station anchor.fm. God bless you, God keep you, God cause his face to shine upon you, and may the Lord show you his mercy. In Jesus' name, Amen.